Henry V, Act Five, Scene Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Henry V by William Shakespeare, Act Five, Scene Two. King Henry, read by Winston Tharp. Catherine, read by Tiffany Halla Colonna. Alice, read by Elizabeth Clett. Fair Catherine, and most fair, will you vouchsafe to teach a soldier terms such as will enter at a lady's ear and plead his love suit to her gentle heart? Your Majesty shall mock at me. I cannot speak your England. O oh, fair Catherine, if you will love me soundly with your French heart, I will be glad to hear you confess it brokenly with your English tongue. Do you like me, Kate? Pardonnez-moi, I cannot tell what is like me. An angel is like you, Kate, and you are like an angel. Que dit-il? Que je suis semblable à les anges? Oui, vraiment, sauf votre grâce. Ainsi dit-il. I said so, dear Catherine, and I must not blush to affirm it. Oh, bon Dieu, les langues des hommes sont pleines de tromperies. What says she, fair one, that the tongues of men are full of deceits? Oui, that the tongues of the man's is be full of deceits. That is the princess. The princess is the better Englishwoman. In faith, Kate, my wooing is fit for thy understanding. I am glad thou canst speak no better English, for if thou couldst, thou wouldst find me such a plain king that thou wouldst think I had sold my farm to buy my crown. I know no ways to mince it in love, but directly to say, I love you. Then if you urge me farther than to say, do you in faith, I wear out my suit. Give me your answer in faith, do, and so clap hands in a bargain. How say you, lady? So votre honneur, me understand well. Marry, if you would put me to verses or to dance for your sake, Kate, why you undid me. For the one I have neither words nor measure, and for the other I have no strength in measure, and yet a reasonable measure in strength. If I could win a lady at leapfrog, or by vaulting into my saddle with my armor on my back, under the correction of bragging be it spoken, I should quickly leap into a wife. Or I might buffet for my love, or bound my horse for her favors. I could lay on like a butcher, and sit like a jack and apes, never off. But before God, Kate, I cannot look greenly, nor gasp out my eloquence, nor I have no cunning in protestation, only downright oaths, which I never use till urged, nor never break for urging. If thou can love a fellow of this temper, Kate, whose face is not worth sunburning, that never looks in his glass for love of anything he sees there, let thine eye be thy cook. I speak to thee, plain soldier. If thou canst love me for this, take me. If not, to say to thee that I shall die is true. But for thy love, by the Lord, no, yet I love thee too. And while thou livest, dear Kate, take a fellow of plain and uncoined constancy, for he perforce must do thee right, because he hath not the gift to woo in other places. For these fellows of infinite tongue that can rhyme themselves into ladies' favors, they do always reason themselves out again. What? A speaker is but a prater. 
A rhyme is but a ballad. A good leg will fall, a straight back will stoop. A black beard will turn white, a curled pate will grow bald, a fair face will wither, a full eye will wax hollow. But a good heart, Kate, is the sun and the moon, or rather the sun and not the moon, for it shines bright and never changes, but keeps his course truly. If thou would have such a one, take me, and take me, take a soldier, take a soldier, take a king. And what sayst thou then to my love? Speak, my fair, and fairly, I pray thee. Is it possible that I should love the enemy of France? No, it is not possible you should love the enemy of France, Kate. But in loving me you should love the friend of France. For I love France so well that I will not part with a village of it. I will have it all mine. And, Kate, when France is mine and I am yours, then yours is France and you are mine. I cannot tell what is that. No, Kate, I will tell thee in French, which I am sure will hang upon my tongue like a new-married wife about her husband's neck, hardly to be shook off. Chacun sur les possessions du France, à quand vous avez les possessions de moi. Let me see, what then? Saint Denis be my speed. Donc votre est France, et vous êtes mien. It is as easy for me, Kate, to conquer the kingdom as to speak so much more French. I shall never move thee in French, unless it be to laugh at me. So votre honneur, le François que vous parlez, il est meilleur que l'anglois lequel je parle. No, faith is not, Kate. But thy speaking of my tongue and I thine most truly falsely must needs be granted to be much at one. But, Kate, dost thou understand thus much English? Canst thou love me? I cannot tell. Can any of your neighbors tell, Kate? I'll ask them. Come, I know thou lovest me, and at night when you come into your closet you'll question this gentlewoman about me, and I know, Kate, you will to her dispraise those parts in me that you love with your heart. But, good Kate, mock me mercifully, the rather gentle princess, because I love thee cruelly. If ever thou beest mine, Kate, as I have a saving faith within me, tells me thou shalt, I get thee with scambling, and thou must therefore needs prove a good soldier-breeder. Shalt not thou and I, between St. Denis and St. George, compound a boy half French, half English, that shall go to Constantinople and take the Turk by the beard? Shall we not? What sayest thou, my fair flower de luz? I do not know that. No, tis hereafter to know, but now to promise. Do but now promise, Kate, you will endeavor for your French part of such a boy, and for my English moiety take the word of a king and a bachelor. How answer you, la plus belle Catherine du monde, mon trou cher et divine de es? Your majesty have false French enough to deceive the most sage demoiselle that is en France. Now fie upon my false French. By mine honor, in true English, I love thee, Kate. By which honor I dare not swear thou lovest me. Yet my blood begins to flatter me that thou dost, notwithstanding the poor and untempering effect of my visage. 
Now beshrew my father's ambition. He was thinking of civil wars when he got me. Therefore was I created with a stubborn outside, with an aspect of iron, that when I come to woo ladies, I fright them. But in faith, Kate, the elder I wax, the better I shall appear. My comfort is that old age, that ill layer up of beauty, can do no more spoil upon my face. Thou hast me, if thou hast me, at the worst, and thou shalt wear me, if thou wear me, better and better. And therefore tell me, most fair Catherine, will you have me? Put off your maiden blushes, avouch the thoughts of your heart with the looks of an empress. Take me by the hand and say, Harry of England, I am thine. Which word thou shalt no sooner bless mine ear withal, but I will tell thee aloud, England is thine, Ireland is thine, France is thine, and Harry Plantagenet is thine. Who, though I speak it before his face, if he be not fellow with the best king, thou shalt find the best king of good fellows. Come, your answer in broken music, for thy voice is music, and thy English broken. Therefore, queen of all, Catherine, break thy mind to me in broken English. Wilt thou have me? That is as it shall please the roi, mon père. Nay, it will please him well, Kate. It shall please him, Kate. Then it shall also content me. Upon that I kiss your hand, and I call you my queen. Laissez, Monseigneur, laissez, laissez. Ma foi, je ne veux point que vous abaissiez votre grandeur en baisant la main d'une de votre séguerie indigne serviteur. Excusez-moi, je vous supplie, mon très puissant Seigneur. Then I will kiss your lips, Kate. Les dames et demoiselles, pour être baisées devant leurs noces, il n'est pas la coutume de France. Madame, my interpreter, what says she? That it is not to be the fashion pour des ladies of France. I cannot tell what is baisser en anglais. To kiss. Your majesty entendre better que moi. It is not a fashion for the maids in France to kiss before they are married, would she say? Oui, vraiment. Oh, Kate, nice customs curtsy to great kings. Dear Kate, you and I cannot be confined within the weak list of a country's fashion. We are the makers of manners, Kate, and the liberty that follows our places stops the mouths of all fine faults, as I will do yours, for upholding the nice fashion of your country and denying me a kiss. Therefore, patiently and yielding... You have witchcraft in your lips, Kate. There is more eloquence in a sugar touch of them than in the tongues of the French council. And they should sooner persuade Harry of England than a general petition of monarchs. Here comes your father. End of Henry V, Act 5, Scene 2